Hello and welcome to Connecting to Host, your co-op and multiplayer gaming podcast. On the last episode we talked about Elite Dangerous and today we're going to be talking about Cuphead, recently released on PC and Xbox One. Uh, Cuphead is a classic run and gun action game heavily focused on boss battles. Inspired by cartoons of the 1930s, the visuals and audio are painstakingly created with the same techniques from the era. You can pick it up on PC for £15 or €20 Euros on Steam, and it's £17 or €20 Euros on Xbox Play Anywhere. So you can buy it on the Microsoft Store and play it on PC or Xbox One. Although the PC version has some issues, I believe, if you purchase it that way. Yeah, it seems to have some frame rate issues, as games from the Windows Store often do. <laughs> I'm sure they'll uh, fix it at some point, but if you're going to play it on PC, you probably want to buy it on PC. On Steam, sorry. Um, we're both been playing it locally on a Windows 10 gaming PC. We bought it through Steam and haven't had any problems at all with frame rate or anything. So, mm-hmm. playing it on a nice 1080p screen today. Not anywhere near our usual high fidelity gaming experience, but no, it's it's one of those games where even even if you play it at 720p, it still looks the same, uh, which is partly the art style, which I'll talk mm. about now. Yeah. So the uh, the main draw of the game really is the art style of a 1930s cartoon. Uh, it's got that rubbery movement where people bounce up <laughs> and down as they're like moving around. Uh, it's got film grain effect, uh, but every single animation has been hand-drawn uh, by an artist, so it's taken a very, very long time um, and really does look very, very good for it. Um, it's essentially a, a 2D platforming running gun game um well some levels are running gun levels uh, other ones are big boss fights where you're basically on a single screen and there's quite a steep difficulty curve they'll go through various waves of attacks that you gradually learn and get a little bit further before you die and then restart and die and restart and die and <laughs> repeat a few hundred times and then you win and you think yay awesome and then there's a harder boss and then you <laughs> do it again um so your character can shoot jump, dodge, and duck. They also have a parry move, which is activated when you press the jump button at the right time with any pink item. Um, so basically even projectiles shot by enemies or little characters, if they're pink, you can jump on them. <clears throat> As you damage enemies, a special little meter fills up that's represented by a pack of cards, and this can be used to fire a special weapon that does more damage. And if you have a full bar, you can do a super attack, which does even more damage, sort of. We sort of did some tests on that and it seems that if you use the big super weapon it actually does less damage than five shots from a regular weapon yeah i think it's equivalent to nicely. about three or four shots from yeah. the, the regular super but i guess it's nice to just get it all out in one go so yeah yeah so it works well um there's a shop run by <laughs> an animated german pig i think he's german just when I, when I first heard it i thought it would welcome but he doesn't he says welcome but he's a pig so it's welcome it's got he's got a good voice yeah he's, he's a good yeah. character pork rind pork rind's emporium <laughs> amazing um so you can go to his shop with the tokens that you find in the run and gun sections and they allow you to buy new weapons because you can switch between them so you can have a primary and a secondary and to switch between so you might want a long range and a short range weapon uh, there's also charms, which are essentially buffs that apply throughout the game, such as a faster special meter or an extra hit point for your character. Uh, and the levels and the boss fights are all connected via a beautiful overworld that you walk around. And it's got a few secrets, and uh, levels are scored at the end based on health, specials, uh, the amount of time you took, difficulty rating. Um, and these can be retried as much as you want, so you can just wander through the overworld and 
you know, try again at a boss fight that you maybe got a C rank in and try and get like a, a B minus in our case. <laughs> or maybe the lofty heights of B. <laughs> Surviving was usually enough for make me happy. Like, <laughs> yeah. But. yeah, I think the worst one I ever got was like a D. <laughs> it was like scrape through. Yeah. <laughs> you passed, but barely. <laughs> anyway, uh, multiplayer wise, how does it differ? Yeah, so here on Connecting the Host, we always focus on the, the, co-op, the co-op and the multiplayer component, of which there is only one. I, I mean, that sounds small, but you can play through the entire game in local co-op. So there's no online co-op for Cuphead, which I think makes sense given the uh, Twitch mechanics at play. Yeah. I think it would be very hard to play it if there was any lag whatsoever. A lot um, of precision required. Yeah, and <laughs> you'd be swearing a lot at how unfair it is. So, um, so there's two-player local co-op. And it's a drop-in, drop-out. So the main player will continue the campaign that they're playing and player two can just pick up a pad, drop in at any point, play a few levels and drop out again if they want to later. Um, so you can both run around the world map and trigger the events, go into the shop and trigger that trigger that kind of sequence. And the cool thing is that player two just inherits the same total amount of coins that player one had but can then respend them all from scratch on whatever power-ups they want. So... Um, so if, if player two drops in after a couple of hours of gameplay, you've hit world two, you've got 10 coins, say, player two drops in, you can go to the shop and buy the power-ups they want. So. I think it saves between games. So if we picked it up now and you played single player for mm-hmm. a bit and then we I dropped in, I don't start with like the base level and I'd have like however many tokens. I think yeah. it would remember where I was the last time I dropped in. Uh-huh, I'd have yeah, my yeah, yeah. power-ups because that's what happened when we dropped in yesterday and you played it for a bit without me mm, yeah. and I dropped back in <laughs> you hadn't got any further to be fair so nope. <laughs> I can't test that you but you have to say a few more times yeah it saves your configuration then yeah, so I think it saves so. player one and player two but they're always going to be the same level which is nice yeah so uh, then the, the gameplay itself I mean it's very much the same as a single player when there's two of you apart from there's two of you but there's no friendly fire which is <laughs> would be insane if there was so you can both uh, spaff bullets at the enemies and um and the bosses have a lot more health, so I think it is literally just doubled. Double, cool. So, so I mean, the levels tend to last a bit longer because you're, but but there's two of you, so you can you can fend off the bad guys a little bit better, especially if there's mooks flying around the screen. Mm. Now, you both have your own life count, so you both start each level with three lives, unless you've got power ups that change that, uh, and you lose lives separately. And you both have your own special meter, so every time you do a parry, your set your separate special meter goes up. Um, the interesting mechanic that I think is really cool is that when a player dies, they turn into a ghost that has a little pink heart inside. And if you parry that pink heart before the ghost goes off the top of the screen, then you get to bring the other player back to life. So there's a revive mechanic. And uh, the more you die, the faster that ghost moves up the screen. So it's not something you can continually do forever because there's so much action going on. It's hard enough when it's going up at the slow speed. (laughs) When it zooms up the screen after three or four deaths, you're basically screwed. But but it's really nice because it means that you don't end up, especially in a sort of bullet hell game, where typically one player might die before or after the other frequently, even if you're both the same skill, because it's a sort of game where you die a lot, right? Um, But it gives you a chance to take a risk because typically going to save your friend requires you to sort of mm, jump through some bullets or to get to the other side of the screen. But when you do, you get the reward that there's still two of you to keep dishing out damage. And so. you also, because it counts as a parry, you get an extra card mm. in your special meter. So yeah. you can instantly do a special attack straight after as well. Yeah. So you get kind of like a double 
bonus but then sometimes if you miss you might have just walked into death so it's yeah. tricky especially later on when you've both got one hit point each and you're just constantly in a cycle of one of you dies you revive the other one then they die and they revive <laughs> you and then you die and then they revive you again and you just keep jumping back on top of each other until you're off the screen and that, that sort of at first you feel like it's a bit cheap because you're like oh man we just keep bringing each other back but actually you're only dying because you're bringing the other player back doesn't help that much <laughs> no no and if you get into that cycle of reviving it probably means you've lost already and you remember you remember that level where the gravity was inverted mm. in places uh, but the gravity wasn't inverted for your ghost dying so when they died <laughs> you were already at the top of the screen and they just went straight up and it's like ah oh. yeah or was... you were upside down trying to hit something that's moving the other way and didn't work at trying all to double jump when you're jumping down yeah <laughs> and bounce off off something that's pretty tough but <laughs> yeah. but i mean there's not that much more to say about the the multiplayer really you can just play through the whole game nothing apart from the difficulty changes with two of you yeah. um enemies track like the boss enemies, the attacks tend to sort of switch between you both, the tracking, yeah. which mixes up the level a bit. Maybe they're a bit less predictable, but there's two of you. So you know, one of you can take the aggro while the other one jumps around the screen trying to trying to do some damage. So, But it's very rare that having two players felt like it was giving us a huge advantage. Yeah, <laughs> You no, both it, have to stay alive and there, dodge a lot of shit on the screen. So There were some levels where we even just one mm. of us dropped out to get through it. Cause yeah. like, I think this would be easier in single player because with two... There's a lot going on. Yeah, it's very yeah. hard to see what we're what we're doing. Definitely. So. Cool. So let's move on to our likes and dislikes. Let's kick off with the likes. And uh, if you don't mind, sir, I'll start. Um, just touching on the difficulty, following on really from what we we're saying, it's um, a difficult but fair game overall. One of those games where most of the times, most of the time, when you die, you feel like it's because you made a mistake. You're in the wrong part of the screen. You didn't predict an attack the odd time we shouted bullshit at the screen <laughs> no controller throwing but close <laughs> but most of the time we felt like it was our own fault yeah. um, and it's well balanced in co-op so it felt like I think some of the levels are probably slightly easier some are slightly harder but overall I think the game retained roughly the same difficulty if anything it was probably slightly harder overall with two of us because of just trying to track all the bullets on the screen you know, you need to dodge things a lot, right? And when there's another 50 yeah. friendly bullets on the screen, even though they can't hurt you, it's more clutter to to sort of filter out with your brain. And also, if um, one of you dies and you don't revive them, mm. then you're tasked with killing something that is twice as hard as it is in single player yeah. on your own. Yeah. So not only is it more difficult because you don't have your partner with you, but they've got just a huge amount of hit points that they're going to soak up damage from a single player <laughs> you might have got through that wave in like 20 seconds and this is going to take you probably at least 40 yeah, you've got yeah. a lot more dodging and shooting to do but so it worked it really well tricky. the co-op experience worked oh, really yeah, well oh yeah it's a great experience um, cool what's your first uh, light Ben? my one is um, the aeroplane level so there are a couple of levels where you get in like a little plane and <laughs> the mechanics are much the same you have a, a specific weapon that you use you don't get to choose um, and later on it unlocks like a bomb one as well that you can switch between mm. um, but you can instead of a dodge move you shrink down and just your weapon is basically ineffective but you're tiny and you can move around quicker uh, so you can dodge stuff um, but I really liked those levels because they were they just mixed things up a bit they kept it fresh without being um, anything too crazy it was still the basic same mechanics but you're flying now and so you're dealing with like a, a big bird enemy or a giant moon base <laughs> thing it's, it's pretty crazy um, 
But I really like those levels. I thought they are quite good, just a nice way of keeping it fresh. Mm. The sort of thing that I can imagine if they were to do extra levels, which I don't think they will just because of the amount of time it takes to make each one because of the hand animation. Yeah. But I could see them doing, like, <clears throat> underwater levels or something, like now you're oh, in little submarines yeah. or something like Lilac Wars had yeah. um, or now you're in a little car or you know there's all different ways you could do it without having more of exactly the same mm. but it's still the same you still have the parry mechanic everything works much the same way one of the cool things about that as well is the super when you turn into like a giant bomb and then you just drive <laughs> into and just smack it so, yeah, and that's kind of nice. nice that super because you have to manoeuvre yourself into the bad guy yeah, and then you get a, a couple of seconds required. of invulnerability right but and when you hit a mook on the way, then you're like, oh, damn it, I've wasted yep. my super. And But it's nice, yeah, like a little bit of jeopardy for, yeah. the, for the whole thing. So They're good. They're good levels. Um, just a nice way of mixing it up so you're not just constantly mm. cuphead and mugman. Yeah. <laughs> Taking a little sip out of your straw at the start of every level. Oh, that, I, I, <laughs> I should have mentioned that in my dislikes. <laughs> cuphead, the titular character he's just normal he's got a cup for a head obviously and he's got like something white sloshing around in there Mugman's the same but he's got like a more of a, a mug shaped head than a cup and at the beginning for some inexplicable reason before every fight he pulls a little straw out of his head and just has a big slurp of whatever liquid is sloshing around in his head and I just, something about it creeps me out mm. it's like mm, that's not right it's just a bit weird and twisted but yeah creepy anyway that leads on quite nicely to my 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 next like which is talking about mixing it up and that's just overall variety mm. in the game i mean so there's in each world of which there are three there are i guess about five boss battles and then two of the coin grabbing levels yep. um and the mausoleum but, and then the mausoleum yes uh, where you get to practice your parrying skills yep. um but i mean there's variety on many different levels so at the top like the top level all the battles feel very different there's a lot of new mechanics that come into play. Sometimes you might have to parry a special thing on the screen and it might have a certain effect. The attack patterns, just the general look and feel will be very different between different levels. Mm. The way the, bo the boss battle progresses, some bosses might have kind of minions that come out, but they're random, so you're not always going to get the same ones in the same order. Um, it just feels like there's a lot of very different mechanics at play and when you come to a new boss battle and it's got a new mechanic, learning and ex enjoying that mechanic is a really big part of the experience for me. Yeah. Uh, taking the variety down a level or two as well, there's um, also because you've got so many different weapons. Oh, so many. There's like six different weapons. Right? Yeah, I think there's six, yeah. six weapons, six charms, and three, three super things. Yeah. yeah, And you can go into each battle with two weapons, one charm, and a super. So you get to configure your character for each boss battle slightly differently so as you learn the mechanics of a boss you're probably going to go back to the world map switch up your configuration and go back in hopefully slightly more optimal yeah. but learning the weapons and their super is also i like exploring and, and discovering things and there's a lot to explore and discover in this game it's also good in co-op because then you can essentially have four weapons mm. because quite often i'd go in with maybe my charge shotgun and you'd be like oh that's that's such a really good way of doing that wave of that attack for that specific box. Yeah. Maybe I'll use that one as well. That'll help out. Or we'd have the little short range one and be like, ah, oh, this is rubbish for this boss. <laughs> let's, let's change this. Or, oh, let's change my charm to be extra hit point rather than mm. faster supers because the super isn't really damaging it. So there's a lot of, as you say, variation, a lot of mixing up that is even better in co-op because you can experience what those other weapons or supers are like without necessarily doing it yourself. You can see what your friend is using and then go, oh, okay, yeah, that works yeah, that way. I'll try yeah. that myself. 
So that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, it's good. Cool. Uh, my last like is just, well, A, the visual style is phenomenally good. You've never seen a game look <laughs> like this. The fact that you can play it at like 720p and it looks identical to it at 1080 or 4K because there's just, because there's like this grainy effect. Mm. Everything still looks sharp and nice, but it looks exactly right. And it looks, it just looks like a 1930s cartoon come to life. Yeah, it's yeah. incredibly well done. Um, but a large part of that is, aside from the animation and all the stuff that people talk about, the biggest part for me is the soundtrack and the music, which is like this 1920s jazz, which is all recorded with a live orchestra, a live mm. big brass band and stuff, and vocalists. Um, and it's a huge soundtrack. It's got something like 50 or 60 tracks. Hmm. Um, you can buy it separately. I think it's about six, seven pounds on Steam. Um, and it's just fantastic. It really makes it feel more energetic. Mm. Uh, and it's got some very clever cuts because the music will subtly change in like tone or tempo between each wave of a boss fight. So on the soundtrack, it might be like a five-minute track that naturally just progresses through bits. But in the game, they do very clever stuff with sound effects to mask the cut as they go from like a... You know, this is the wave one part of the track to the wave two part of the track. Mm. And um, really enjoyable, really, really nice and soundtrack. Just, just touching on the visual style, I love mm. the the design of some of the bosses is inspired. Yeah, and, uh, they are. The way they evolve throughout the fight and the way they twitch Absolutely and... mental. <laughs> some, some of them are weird. so creepy like that. <laughs> it wasn't a witch, she's just like a... The sweet lady. No, I'm thinking no. of the one in the sky... Where she's just like flying uh, along, yeah, and then yeah. she like she's like an astrologer, and like she'll do something with the stars, <laughs> and then like a star sign will come to life and fight you. So you yeah. get like three or four different star signs that will you'll randomly fight out of two, um, and then at the end she just turns into a half crescent moon with like a big <laughs> mechanical face, and it's like, what? <laughs> What's going on? It's like someone was high when they designed some <laughs> of these monsters, surely. Another favourite one of mine is when you're fighting in the veg patch and first of all you fight a big potato and he just spits like soil and worms at you and then you defeat him and it's always great when they die like the expressions they have like proper like 1930s like someone just got hit on the head with a hammer type thing (laughs) that kind of like big red bump pops out the head and like the little tears and then it was an onion a big onion that just bursts into (laughs) tears and there's just like rain falling from the sky that you have to dodge and then the last one is just this carrot that for some reason fires little Chantilly carrots at you and then uses like its mind power and a third eye opens up to shoot <laughs> beams at you. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> it's super fun because you don't know what's going to come up next. Mm, yeah. There's not like a natural progression that like you don't expect what the third and final form of a boss is going to be. Or Some of them have like six or seven forms. They go through mm. very long things. That's actually something to mention that I really like as well is when you die, it shows you how far you were to get into the yeah, end. It's yeah. got like a little progress bar where it shows you like a little dash to show where each wave was. A little flag, right? Like a little flag post and exactly. your guy runs down the... the it literally straight. runs down, animates down and it will show one for each of you so you can see where the first person died or where the second did. And you can like literally see that you were like 98% <laughs> of the way to kill the boss. You're like, no! And it's, it's a great way of making you want to play it again and just restart yeah, and do yeah. it again because you can see you can measurably tell that you're getting better yeah because there's no there's no health bars you don't see hit points or anything like that it's literally just that 
you can see an improvement. You're like, okay, I've got to try it again. Got to yeah. try it again. I think that's actually really important for something where. Mm. So there's a pool in the game which tells you how many times you died. And granted, <laughs> now we started this from scratch, so this is just us in the last two days. We died 413 times, I think. Yep. Um, in four hours of gameplay. Yep. <laughs> So when you're dying that frequently on the boss fights, it's really important to have some measure that you're getting better. And it's nice that most bosses are broken down into many stages, because yeah. getting to a new stage feels like you're progressing. But when you get stuck on a stage, having those flags shows you're actually getting better over time, which is really nice. So. A, a typical boss fight literally takes two minutes. Yeah, if They're you're not good. Long. If you know what you, uh, two, two minutes is about the average time. Yeah. Some are longer, some are shorter, but two minutes. So most of the time you die around the one minute mark, really. Yeah, one minute, yeah. 10 seconds. So it's very, very fast paced and reloads straight away. Apparently that's something that's a problem with the Xbox version is that the load times are horrendous. Oh, uh, <laughs> like really? When you load up a new boss battle, like on our game, it takes what, three seconds. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the Xbox, it takes like 20 seconds. It doesn't when you reload. Oh, okay. So if just you die you... and just restart the battle, it's instantaneous. Like a uh, yeah, 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 okay. But it's just that load time... When you go from the overworld to a boss, it's like 20 seconds on Xbox. That's probably frustrating if you go back to the map to change your weapon. Yeah. And then go back in the fight, exactly. which you do a few times in a boss fight. Generally, you settle on your configuration a few fights in, but mm. I can picture the first two or three fights changing weapon going, oh. That's, I guess that's because I mean, that's you've got a spinning hard drive in the Xbox. Yeah, yeah, and we've got an SSD in here. so That's why you should uh, always put your games on an external SSD <laughs> on the Xbox. <laughs> But right, let's move on to our dislikes. Um, not that many for this game because it's not. No. If it's your style of game, I think it's uh, it's uh, got a lot going for it. But I will just kick off with something that's it's not a huge dislike, but I think it's worth mentioning. And because of the way the worlds kind of have checkpoints, maybe halfway through and at the end, um, you typically end up starting a world. You have lots of different levels you can do, which is nice because you can try a few bosses. If you get stuck you can move around, but naturally when you get to the end of a world, as a kind of consequence of this design, you might just find one boss and you're kind of stuck on them. And at that point, after a half an hour, you're like, I kind of wish I could just fight something else for a bit. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in that rut where I don't really feel like I'm getting better and I need a break from this boss to go and do something else and then come back and I'll probably do it. Um, but obviously it's just the nature of the design and it's not a huge problem, especially because you can switch to easy mode if you really want to, but I feel no. so shameful if I were to do that, that I won't do it. I'd rather not play. <laughs> my, my feeling is very much that if you can't beat a specific boss, then you shouldn't get to the next bit because <laughs> if you can't beat that boss, you probably can't beat the later ones. I mean, it, it varies depending on the type and there might be just a specific skill you need. Mm. But we noticed, um, so the last boss we did on World 2, big dragon thing, and that was the one that we spent about an hour on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we got to World 3 and we're like, right, let's try out one of these. And we tried it and we're like, ooh, that's difficult. Yeah. Let's try a different one on World 3. Ooh, that's difficult. <laughs> Definitely ramped like, up. <laughs> it has jumped up a notch. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it's a tricky balancing act, I guess. Yeah. Some people will find it easier than others as well. Some people, like, when I first started playing it, it was horrendously difficult. I did know, not know what I was doing. I just died continuously on the first few boss battles. Now I'm pretty good at it. I've got into mm. it now. But for the first time, I was just terrible. You picked it up pretty quick, but then you like this kind of game. It's more your your type of thing. Yeah, if you're into the kind of Twitch bullet hell stuff, there's a lot of uh, similar patterns that you see. I mean, you know, not it's pattern paced, yeah. really, isn't it? And, uh, and you kind of recognize them reasonably quick, at least in World 1 and a half of World 2. Then it starts to ramp up to the proper difficult. Um, yeah. 
And uh, but yeah. So what's your dislike then? My main dislike is um, first of all the tutorial. We didn't mention it, but it's beautifully done. It's like a uh, almost like a test card or something. Like you go mm. on it and it's got this nice piano music and it's just white background and it shows you the basic mechanics of how to do stuff and it's really beautifully put together. And the same for when you first get a plane and it explains how that works. But unfortunately, it misses out some incredibly key pieces of information, <laughs> such as how your superpower works, mm. what the little card icons in the bottom left corner are for. Um, all kinds of stuff is just like missed out. Um, like when I went to the shop the first time when I played in single player, I bought myself four charms with the money I had. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I've got an extra hit point, I get an invisible dash, and my power's going to charge cricket. It's like, oh no, you equip one. And it's like, oh, I hadn't realised they were all charms, had no idea how it's going to work, so didn't explain it before you bought stuff. Yeah, and yeah. you can't sell it back or swap it. And it's like, oh. <laughs> so I didn't get any good, I didn't get any other weapons for like the first, until I got to World 2. Yeah, yeah. Have, you only get a certain number of coins. Um, so that's a bit annoying. Um, it was slightly better for us when you played because I'd already played it and yeah. failed through <laughs> all these things. So I was like, Here's okay, play the short. Isn't it wonderful? It's great. Right. Here's the other bits you need to know that <laughs> are too three. crucial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it needs needs a bit of improvement there. That's the only thing I'd say. Yeah, it could do with just an extra ten meters on that level teaching you the rest. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, I had the joy of Ben, so maybe we should uh they should package the game with a five minute video of Ben telling you about how to play the rest, so then they'll be sorted. <laughs> cool. So this Welcome. <laughs> Get good. <laughs> cool. Let's just uh, touch on a couple of final comments before we move on to our conclusions. So um, I guess I just wanted to mention that the difficulty does ramp up significantly at the end. Yeah. Um, I won't go into the details and spoil it for anyone, but you, you kind of get through World 1. At least I, I found that very doable. World 2 had some spikes. World 3 gets harder, like quite a lot harder. Yeah. And then at the very end... It gets There's two final boss incredibly fights hard. And the, the penultimate one is interesting. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, it's it's yeah. There's a there's a random element involved which can uh, make it not too hard or very hard. And that's but, that's one of the things that I wanted to comment on, which is the randomness in general. I, I like it because it's, it adds a little bit of unexpectedness to things. It's not just the same thing over and over mm. and over that you're doing. Um, but the problem is whenever you have randomness it means there is an element of luck um, sometimes you will fight a boss and it'll be super easy because you get all the, the easy little mooks that come out and it's like oh, okay great I got the uh, what was it it's like a gumball machine with legs running back and forth yeah, he's the yeah. easy one rather than the little cake that jumps up and down and splashes <laughs> everywhere but then other times you get all the hard stuff Yeah. or you just get unlucky with like the little fire things jumping out the dragon always hitting you or just shooting at the wrong time. Mm. And so it's both... This is why it isn't a dislike, because sometimes it can be really good and in your favour, but it's annoying for a game where the majority of the time when you lose, you feel like it was your fault because you didn't... Because it's a skill-based game. There is, in some of the boss fights, a large element of luck that you get the nicer path. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I could just get better at playing the game. It wouldn't matter what I get thrown at me, but uh, there is sometimes when you're just like, oh, that could, have, that could have gone better. And there were one or two moments where I'm not sure if it was true or not, because you never quite know in these sorts of games, but there were one or two moments where you feel like, huh, 
basically this half of the screen was a place that I would like I had no choice but to lose a life here yes and then you know you could maybe argue well you should have seen the potential for all these three attacks at once and not been in that half of the screen but the reality yeah. is you know you've got to be somewhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't not be in every part of the screen and it didn't happen often enough to be a dislike like you say but there were a couple of times when I felt like oh man I don't think I could have done anything to get out of that because there was just nowhere I could be that was actually safe yeah. Um, but it wasn't that often and it definitely didn't feel like it it ruined the experience so. I just want to end on, on a happy note while I've just remembered something else which is that the story of the game mm. is also really good like the whole premise is that Cuphead and Mugman go to King Dice's casino <laughs> they get on a winning streak and then the devil comes out and he's like mm, win again and you can get everything in my casino or if you lose I get your souls <laughs> and they go alright <laughs> and then you have to go and collect the souls of all these people and it's a really good story because there's like little bits of story come out as you play through like the elder kettle turns up and he's like ah I think I have a way for you to beat the devil but keep going at his game for now and it's, uh, it's a nice bit of world building like even for a very small game yeah, it still feels like they've got a, a properly really good character to them and yeah. there's several characters in it aside from the bosses obviously like the actual people that speak who are uh, really interesting in their own way. So it's, uh, it's good. Yeah, good game. I yeah, enjoyed it. Definitely, definitely. So let's uh, finish up with the same two questions we always ask. We always say, uh, would we play it again? And would we recommend it? So, Ben, would you play it again? Yeah, yeah, I would. I might play it again in a minute. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm definitely going to try and finish it in single player um, because of the limitation of it being local co-op only. Mm. Um, apparently you can game stream it, and some people have, but I don't think I want to try that. <laughs> But due to the way that, I mean, I'm only probably going to play it with you because yeah. you're the only one I know who would enjoy a game of this difficulty and just keep throwing yourself back <laughs> at it relentlessly. So we might do it again. Um, but realistically, I'll probably finish it in single player. But if if we lived like close to each other, rather yeah, than, yeah, you know, in different countries, then we would probably finish this. I would imagine mm. we would go through it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm in the same boat, really. I mean, I'm I'm contemplating purchasing it when you go home so that I can yep. continue playing it and you know, maybe maybe go through the stages on hard because uh, you say they have a hard difficulty, right? There is a hard difficulty, and I believe there's even one beyond that, oh. a master difficulty. <laughs> and there's videos, obviously, on YouTube and stuff of people doing it on the master difficulty without taking any damage. <laughs> Always right. There's always someone, some bastard out there who's really good. There's apparently a way, there's like a secret. I think if you finish it in hard, or I could be getting this completely wrong, but I believe if you finish it in hard, you unlock like a black and white filter so you can make it look mm. like all black and white, which would be quite nice. I'd quite like to see that. Nice, um, nice. So there, there is stuff to unlock. There's little secrets to find around the place. Challenge accepted. <laughs> so my final question to you, Ben, would you recommend it? Oh, definitely. As I, a co-op game? As a co-op game, I would definitely recommend it. I think it's a great game to play with friends because there's a good sense of kinship while you're playing it because you are working together to take these things down. It's like, oh, no, 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 come save me. And then you get like, these epic saves. It's like, oh, I'm back, I'm back. And uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun to play two yeah. players, I think. It's a, a great couch co-op experience. Mm. Yeah, and I, uh, I hate, to, hate to just copy you, but yes, it's... Um I uh, I would say if this sort of game is your cup of tea, oh, <laughs> then um, oh, God. I'm done. I'm done. 
But no, if this is the sort of game you like, then I think it's um, it's really good in co-op. And I, I, like, I appreciate the fact that the second player doesn't just feel tacked on. It feels like it's been slightly rebalanced and made designed to work as a two-player co-op game. Yeah. Like the revive mechanic is really good. And I think it actually, if anything, I think it's probably better to lose with a friend. Yeah. Because you can kind of... Uh, Oh, but you were so close. And when like one of you dies at phase two, and there's and you, the other one gets to phase three, you're like, "Come on, Ben! Come on, Ben! Kill the bastard! I don't want to do it again." And then you get really close. So it's, oh, there was elation when we finally yeah. slayed that dragon, and then we saw what was next. Oh. <laughs> but no, I would uh, highly recommend it as a as a co-op experience if you like. I'm not going to say too hard, but difficult. Yeah, uh, platform challenging, games. challenging, challenging yeah. platform game. So, um, so that's great. Thanks for listening. And uh, go check out some more episodes on our website, www.connectingtohost.co.uk. Uh, some of our last shows, like Elite Dangerous and Star Wars Battlefront and <laughs> the classic Rocket League, of course, uh, if you want to hear about those. We'd love to hear about any games you'd like us to review. Just send us a message on Twitter at CDHCast. And if you like the show, we would love it if you left us an iTunes review. So thanks ever so much for listening.